0: Oh my god, hi guys. Um, Yet again, this is another episode that I have tried to record a million times already, but there was a lot of fucking noise outside my house today. I don't know why, but yeah, big regrets leaving it until the day before to record though, because um, I am very tired and now I have to edit this and upload it before midnight. So... <laughs> Keep me in your thoughts and prayers, even though if you're already listening to it, then it's up and the thoughts and prayers aren't needed. Anyways, besides the point, we got some good news this week. I mean, hopefully. It's a bit of hope, basically. But yeah, Boris has announced that there are stages to us leaving this hellhole of a lockdown. I can't believe it. I literally thought it would never end. But here we are. And hopefully on April 12th, my ass will be in a gym. I'm so excited. And then what else opens on April 12th? Hairdressers, nail salons, eyebrow bars. Literally, my sexy era is incoming. Because, listen, my eyebrows are everything to me. My eyebrows are my fucking world, okay? And I don't know how to do them myself. Lydia, my eyebrow lady, has been doing them since I was 12 years old. I don't get my eyebrows done anywhere else. She's my babe, okay? She's my OG she knows my eyebrows better than I know my eyebrows and when we're in lockdown because you know I'm a gen z um I like to take instagram pictures I have to pluck my eyebrows otherwise they look like slugs and that's just not the vibe and then I pluck them so badly and to anyone who has seen my eyebrows with no product in them you know that I have a slit in one of my eyebrows and it's from when I fell off a slide when I was a kid and I don't like that slit I like to cover it up and I normally get it tinted and it's a bit covered and then when I pluck it, it literally, it, mm, I, I don't have the skill, I don't have the craft to pluck around the slit in my eyebrow so it looks bad. So I just can't wait to get my eyebrows waxed. Oh it's gonna be so good, I'm so excited. Literally this is my plan. So you know how everyone else is like club, another club, plane, holiday, blah blah blah. I'm literally like okay April 12th, we're gonna wake up early as fuck. I'm gonna go on a 10k run. And then I'm going to go straight to the gym. I'm going to go straight to the gym. And then I'm going to go get my nails done and my eyebrows done. I'm so fucking excited. Oh my God. I am literally it's actually at Christmas. But I know that some people actually don't give a shit about the gym reopening. I do. I do. And on that note, this episode is about fitness. Yep. Yep. It's been a long time coming. But someone asked me yesterday what my workout routine is. And I thought, bitch, you need to make that podcast episode. So here we are and i want to preface this by saying guys i haven't always had the best relationship with working out if anything i have probably had one of the worst relationships with working out and i am not exaggerating the way i used to treat my body in the gym mm -mm. that is a part of my past that needs to stay in the past because it was dreadful i would literally go and i would just burn 2000 calories and leave and i would pass out all the time because my body had no energy and now I love fitness. I literally wake up in the morning. I'm like, come on, besties, let's go on a run. Apart from the fact that besties is me because I will not run with anybody. But um, yeah, like I go on my daily 10K run when my leg isn't as injured as it is now. And I get every endorphin under the sun. I just live my best life. And I love my playlist. And I just, I just take it all in. I'm like, you are so fucking lucky that you get to move your body right now and you get to go on this 10k run and your body's strong enough to run that far because not everyone can say the same not everybody can say the same but uh, I think everybody who's ever listened to this podcast or anyone who ever knows me knows that Soul cycle is my life. There's no denying it. Soul cycle is my life. It's my personality traits. It's everything I have to offer to this world, and it's not even mine. I don't even know why it's mine to offer. But I love that place. It completely changed my life, and it is genuinely the reason that I have a good relationship with fitness right now. So, like I said, never used to have a good relationship with fitness. No, 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 no. And it kind of sucked because I've always been a very athletic person. Um, I've like I used to run track. I played rugby and netball until I was, like, 17. Um, I danced my whole life. Like, I'm just... My parents wanted me to be in every single extracurricular. I was that kid. And so I did. And, like, with that, you always have to be fit. Like, there's always this pressure of looking a certain way and being the fittest on the team, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm, like... I want to prioritize being healthy. And to me, being healthy is about how I feel, not how I look. And that, at least I think that would never have come around if I hadn't gone to SoulCycle. So let's talk about it. Two summers ago, my life changed, so dramatic. But um, yeah, I went to a cycle class for the first time when they opened in London and it was a Beyonce themed ride. And literally it was as if something clicked in my brain. I was like, this is the place you now have to go to every single day. This is your new church. It's time to, you know, just just move on, Mary. You, li- you leave your old life behind. You've got SoulCycle now. And that's basically what happened. I didn't go to any other workout class for months when I first started SoulCycle. And um, if you've been to SoulCycle, then you know. But, like, you kind of vibe with all the instructors, you find out. Who has a similar music taste to you like what class you like best blah 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 I found my two my two angels I literally take their classes all the fucking time and yeah it's it's more I tell people this all the time but to me SoulCycle is no longer a body workout I mean like I still get sore like it's still good for my body but um I basically go there to like have a mental health workout it makes my brain feel good it makes me feel good mentally and physically and emotionally And there are so many times that I can like look back at my life now and think, oh yeah, like I had this SoulCycle class that kind of changed my perception on the day and I got through the day because of that class. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like really powerful. It's such a powerful room and so many amazing things happen in there. So many realizations, so many tears. Oh my God. My first year at SoulCycle, I literally cried in every fucking class. Like I'm surprised they didn't kick me out. Like I cried all the time at SoulCycle. But yeah, it was really strange for me though because it became like this happy place for me and the gym had never been a happy place for me it was always like this place where I had to punish my body but soul was just oh my god incredible and it was never about numbers and it was never about calories and anything like that so it was really like a healthy environment to work out in and then once I had kind of rebuilt my relationship with working out then I started going back to other classes and got my gym membership back and got back into running and things like that so I honestly owe Cycle like the world and I feel like when I tell people how much I love it they don't really get it they're just like oh you just want to be Emma Chamberlain oh my god you're such an LA bitch but like it honestly changed my life it's just kind of like Place I go to check in, I'm like, okay, like, I mean, I go, I try and go every day anyway, well, six days a week. But if I don't, like, say for some reason I'm away, like if I've gone to visit a friend or I'm at uni, whatever the case may be, I'll always be like, okay, if I'm not feeling so great, I will have to make time to go to Soul Cycle just so I can like check in with myself. And it's kind of like the wake up call I need. I feel like the instructors always say something that like triggers my soul, and I'm like, oh my god, how the fuck did you know? And then I'm like, okay, Mary, let's deal with this shit. Let's deal with it now that it's on the surface because it's been brought out. And also, like, when you work out, your emotions are heightened anyway. There are so many times I've been in a class and I'm like, I literally don't know why I'm crying. Like, I have no idea. Like, I didn't know that anything was wrong. I don't know why what the instructor said has brought me to tears. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just a very emotional place. And yeah, also, I feel like it's really... <sighs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm like that bitch that believes that the universe has a plan and stuff like that so it was weird when I first went to SoulCycle because I was like really depressed like it was a really bad summer and it kind of felt like the universe giving me this gift of being like you're gonna be okay like you just needed a shove in the right direction and this is the thing that's gonna help you get there and it did and I was like very fucking grateful that it opened in London because I mean who hasn't heard of SoulCycle? Like everybody's seen those LA vlogs from years ago. And like I always knew I wanted to go at some point. I always knew I wanted to be a SoulCycle bitch. But like um I didn't realise that I'd love it as much as I do. But then from that I also went to Barry's, which I guess is like similar but it's on a treadmill. Um I like Barry's but I I really don't like people telling me at what pace I have to run. Like as a runner or an ex runner I guess. No, I guess I'm still a runner, but, like, I don't have a coach anymore. But, like, when my coach would be like, no, Mary, you're running long distance. I never used to run long distance. I would always do sprints. And I'd get so mad because I'd be like, do you know how long these legs are? Like, I'm, no, I'm not doing long distance, Um, which is crazy now. I run 10K every day. But, I don't know, being at Barry's in, like, uh, is it one rebel, I think? they kind of remind me of when my coach would like force me to do do distances that I didn't want to do but I guess it's fun like I know you can do double floor at Barrow's which is like just weights basically but it's definitely a really good workout but there's this thing of like thinking that the more sore you are the better your workout was and like that's not necessarily true like sometimes I like to go to the gym and then when I wake up I'm like oh I'm not actually sore but I'm like oh but I feel strong like my body feels good I know I did something good for my body yesterday you don't always have to feel sore but with all that being said you also don't have to work out which is something that I want to like really put across because I know that I talk about working out a lot and running a lot because there's such big parts of my life and I genuinely love working out and it's like It's just something that I'm so grateful that I have a good relationship with it now because even as a dancer, like I just had the worst relationship with working out. Um, And now I literally wake up and I'm like, what workout are we doing today, besties? I need to stop saying besties when I'm talking to myself, but you know what I mean. But um, yeah, I know it's like such a big thing for me, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a big thing for you if you listen to this podcast and you're like, bitch, I don't work out. Good for you. Like, listen to your body. Not everybody wants to work out. Not everybody feels a desire to work out that's absolutely fine we're all completely different always listen to your body um sometimes it's actually healthier to not work out as in like there have been moments in my life where I wish somebody had said to me Mary do not go to the gym like it's not good for you because that's that's a thing like it's not being healthy doesn't mean that you work out like the two don't go hand in hand they're not synonymous at all and For me, like being healthy means that you're happy. And like, if not working out makes you happy, then do the damn thing. But it's like, there are so many ways that like you can get your endorphins and serotonin and stuff that originally come from working out in ways that don't seem like working out. Like, I went on a bike ride the other day and it was insane. Like, it was so fucking good. It was pouring down with rain. But, um, okay, let me explain why it was so good. So, I rode uphill to Lose Yourself by Eminem. And, you know, like, that's a very, like, song, I don't know how to explain it, like, the song gets you in your head. And you're like, I can do this. And the things he says, you're like, okay, okay, I'm the baddest bitch alive. And then when I was on open road, like flat open road, I was listening to Feel So Close by Calvin Harris and I was singing out loud. I had my Beats solo headphones on, like the wireless ones that are really fucking loud and noise cancelling. Um, and so I couldn't even hear myself singing and I was hoping to God that nobody was on that road. But even if they were, I wouldn't have given a shit because I was living my main character life. Like, I know I have a main character complex, but in that moment, I was the main fucking character literally like on my ladybird waves a 24 vibe shit okay and then when i was riding back home i was listening to the key by madison ryan ward which will always be one of my favorite songs to cry to um and i was just like shit bitch like we got some endorphins up in here and it's like people go on bike rides all the time and they're not intentional workouts it's just something you do same as dancing in your room like i know There have been two podcast episodes now where I'm like, go and dance to this song, blah, blah, blah. So today's song, Let Me Go And Tell You, is Biana by Baker Matt. I think that's how you pronounce it. But um, if you haven't listened to a previous episode, basically, that's the song that you have to go and have a dance party to. Because it will just get you going. It will kickstart your day. This is how the song sounds. If I pronounced it wrong, (laughs) I'm so sorry. Anyways, you can see why it's such a good song to dance to. I've had it on repeat from the whole of, like, a full 45-minute workout. Like, no other song, just that. But I just think, like, even going on a walk is just, like, it can do so much for you. Movement is key. Like, I will always tell people you don't need to work out. Um, Like, when people are like, oh, should I get into fitness, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, you don't have to. But always move. Like, always like try and get out of bed obviously I know some days you can't some days you can't get out of bed that's okay too that's absolutely fine but when you can when you have the mental capacity to get out of bed do it and then just even if you just stand up on your bedroom floor and then get back into bed like just do what you can to keep your body moving because the sad reality is there's going to be one day where your body won't be able to move the way it does now and even though you know we shouldn't really look forward into the future and be like oh my god that day's coming soon. It's you know, a daunting reality. And every time I go on a run or something, I'm so grateful that I can do it, especially now that, like, my leg is fucked up. I'm like, oh my God, I really appreciate the moments when my body is at its strongest. I also think as someone who was, like, in and out of hospital a lot as a kid and, like, on a bunch of ECG monitors and, you know, me and my fucked up heart, <laughs> I, like, really, really appreciate when my body, like, does the best that I can because it's so easy for it to just fail and it doesn't it keeps me strong it keeps me going there's also something i um, i remember the first time i properly sobbed in a soul cycle class the instructor was like put your hand on your heart and i i don't know why i just fucking start crying <laughs> and i i don't know it's just kind of that reminder that like you're alive that you you have the ability to move and like not everyone does and moving is like so good for your body And I sound like I'm some Gwyneth Paltrow shit here. Like, oh my God, let's go to the gym. But I don't know, I just think like working out is such a big part of my life and I'm so fucking grateful because it keeps me sane. Honestly, I don't know how I would be if I didn't work out. I don't think I wanna know how I would be if I didn't work out. But equally as important is self-care and like wellness and stuff. And I know I've spoken about self-care, like mental self-care before. But now we're going to about physical self-care, okay? Because I am a whore for an infrared sauna. Even though I absolutely hate sweating, there's just something about an infrared sauna, like especially when you're hungover. Oh my goodness me. I know you, pr- like, you probably should, but also like probably shouldn't because you want to be respectful. Like now you're just sweating out pure tequila in someone's infrared sauna. But I know like it's actually good to do that. But it just feels like, it's so refreshing. You feel like a brand new bitch. Um, And like going and getting facials and stuff like that. Like, they're very, I guess, like shallow, materialistic, like Karen vibe, you know, aesthetics. But they just, I just see so much importance in looking after your body like that. Like, it's literally the only body you're ever going to get. And like, my friends always call me like a hippie bitch who eats rabbit food. I mean, it is what it is. Mary, if you're listening to this, I'm talking about you not me, oh my god, me and my best friend have the same name, so that could be confusing, but yeah, she's always like, you eat rabbit food, I'm like, so true queen, but I love it, and I love the way it makes me feel, and I have a really, really, really sensitive stomach, so technically, I just have to eat that way, but it's not like I don't like it, it's not like I'm making myself eat food that I don't enjoy, like, I love a good salad, (laughs) Um, but I don't know, I just like really value, like, taking all my vitamins, and I don't know, like get get an expensive hair mask because I'm like, well, I burnt my hair to a fucking crisp before, so let's revive those curls. You know, like I just, I don't know. There's something so feel good about looking after your body, even if you don't think you look good. Like, I don't know, maybe you're having a breakout or I don't know. We all have our insecurities, but there is something so magical about getting a facial or going to an infrared sauna or getting your nails done or getting your brows waxed. Like just something that makes you feel like, okay, I'm a brand new bitch. I can conquer whatever gets in my way and I'm going to do the damn thing. I don't know. I just, God, I cannot wait for these places to reopen so I can have that feeling again. Like, let me explain it this way. When I get my eyebrows done, my face looks different because my eyebrows are slugs they are absolute slugs okay and when I have that like fresh arch I'm like oh there she is there she is and then when I go to an infrared sauna and I feel like all my like water weight that was kind of making me feel a little bit bloated has gone and I don't know there's like incense burning I walk out and I'm like okay all right here she is a round of applause and. Also, the place I go to for infrared saunas um, is in Fitzrovia. So I have this like sick walk home where I'm just walking through all these offices. In my head, I'm in Sex and the City. But realistically, I probably look like a slimy grease ball walking through F- Fitzrovia and Soho. But it is what it is, to be honest. It is what it is. I know I feel good. But yeah, I mean, people always say that like food is so healing. And it is. Oh my God. If I go anywhere near, anywhere near sweets, my stomach cramps the fuck up. And it's so annoying because sometimes I'm like, oh, I just, I want a Haribo. You know, if everyone's eating Haribos, I'm like, I want a Haribo. And I will never like say Mary can't have a Haribo. I just have to accept the consequences. But there are those really cool um, vegan sweets oh what are they called like candy kittens i don't know something like that um the kind of overpriced ones in waitrose i think they have them in tesco too i don't know but i'll eat those big tangents sorry um but yeah there's just something about like eating foods that like nourish your body that just makes you feel good i don't know i don't know i i think like as i've got older i've really like seen the importance of wellness and like I'm that bitch that takes her biotin gummies yeah you heard it right my hair might be short as fuck but I do take my, my biotin gummies um and like I get like a chickpea salad and I just know that it makes me feel good and I know that like it's got enough protein and enough like veg and carbs and stuff to get me through the day and make me strong enough to get through the day I also have four cups of coffee which probably isn't the best for me but it's all about balance which is very true actually it is all about balance like as much as I love wellness and I eat kale like no man's business, I also drink tequila like no man's business. Okay, it's all about balance. Give me a bottle of tequila or mm, a bottle of Montaigne, probably. I would just guzzle it, but I'll also wake up first thing in the morning and go and sweat it out. But oh my god, me and my dad were talking about this the other day. <laughs> Two years on a row now, I've gone to um, a place in Soho. I'm not. Do you know what? I don't like to gatekeep bars but I'm gatekeeping this one I'm sorry I'm so sorry guys but actually no I can't gatekeep it because in order for you to understand the story I have to tell you what it is okay whatever there's this bar in Soho called Garlic and Shots right I love it so much and for the previous two years me and my dad have gone there the day before my birthday and basically got wrecked, I won't lie to you. Me and my dad are besties though, so it's not weird. Some people are like, oh my God, you're close with your dad. Yeah, I'm fucking close to my dad. He's my best friend. Um but yeah we we went to garlic and shots and it's in the name. Garlic. Everything in there is garlic. Um the vodka shots, garlic. The beers, garlic. And yeah you can imagine like drinking a lot of that and alcoholic like, proper stays on your body, like the scent. So drinking a lot of vodka garlic shots basically and even garlic fries I woke up and I went to SoulCycle the next morning and I was like I don't know if this is a good idea because I don't know if the smell of garlic's gone and I'm gonna be sweating buckets so before I went to SoulCycle I booked an infrared sauna and sweat it all out went home showered and then went to SoulCycle on my birthday can you imagine but Sorry for whoever had to go in that infrared sauna after me, because my pores were seeping garlic. But yeah, basically, the point of this episode was for me to get out my fitness and soul cycle talk, so I don't keep mentioning it in every single podcast. Because as much as you guys always say, like, I love hearing you talk about soul cycle, I just, I doubt it. I'm not saying you guys are liars, but I know that it can get annoying, because my parents are like, Mary, you haven't shut up about that place for two years. And they're right. And I feel like you guys are gonna get annoyed, and I don't want to annoy you. I don't want to do that to you. So yeah, I just thought I'd make this episode. Also, like, if anyone had any questions, because people ask me a lot on my TikTok, um, like, what Soul Cycle? Why do you love it so much? Blah blah blah. And I know that like most of you guys are from TikTok, so I hope that answers any questions you have. I mean, I didn't even really explain it. Okay, brief rundown. Soul Cycle was a spin class. If that wasn't clear, where you ride to the beat and um there's choreography and you do weights and um and you cry yeah 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 I think that's the perfect perfect way to describe it I like to describe it to my friends though as therapy in the club on a bike because that's exactly what it is for me (laughs) it's like you know that vibe when you're in the club with your friends and you've got like a vodka cranberry in one hand and you're all like on the dance floor you don't give a shit about what anybody thinks you don't care who's looking at you you're just living for the moment that's exactly how I feel when I'm doing a tap back body roll on a bike at soul Cycle. yeah yeah I'm so good at analogies I'm so good at analogies good for me but um yeah, I do you know what? I actually hate making short podcast episodes. um, And this is obviously a short podcast episode. But I feel like I've been doing really specific episodes recently, as opposed to my like earlier episodes that were very general. And I just spoke about a bunch of things. So I'm going to go back to doing that. But these recent ones have been specific for specific reasons, I guess. And also update. There was one episode where I mentioned that I couldn't say what I was doing, but it was really cool um it's out into the world now so if you see a bumble video um and you're like hmm that voice sounds familiar or that face looks familiar yep it's me (laughs) it's so crazy that's like the first thing um I've ever done like professionally not professionally that doesn't sound right but like Oh, I don't know how to describe it because I don't want to sound narcissistic, but I'm very proud of myself and I think it's really cool. So yeah, we'll leave it at that. Remember to listen to your body. Always be proud of yourself and don't be embarrassed about being proud of yourself. Um, and have a lovely week and have a lovely rest of the day if you are listening to this in the daytime. I don't know. Maybe you listen to this at night. Have a good nap. Have a good bedtime. Have a good, have a good life. I don't know. <laughs>